You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Hello, Riverdale gang. Here we are. It's the end of the season. Welcome back to the Watch Long Critical Commentary Podcast. Uh, I felt surprised there for a moment, as if I haven't been doing this for five years. <laughs> um, we've reached the end for now. An end full of hooks. An end full of hooks. We're recording here on the unceded territory of the Musqueam, Tsleil-Waututh, and Squamish First Nations, uh, where much of Riverdale is shot, and uh, wild, <laughs> wild episode. I don't know. Do you know, Ryan? I accepted it as a new thesis in what Riverdale's going to be. Okay. Um, I accepted it as the end beat of um, this weird broken up season we were given. Okay. Um, I am troubled by Cheryl, but I think they were always going to do something troubling with Cheryl. There was no avoiding it. And um, uh, the community antics are kind of ham-fisted, but okay. There was enough juxtaposition for me. Yeah, like a lot happened. Yeah, and it was all... More contained than we're used to in the last, uh, certainly the last few episodes. Um, it's true. It was a very punchy episode in that way. It was like, here's a plot, here's a plot, here's a plot, and here's a plot. Yes. You know? And, uh, yeah, it all kind of wrapped them together in, like, we, the penultimate episode gave us so, like, you were saying, a crucible uh, and, uh-huh, and resolutions. Funny, there's witch burning. Did you do that on purpose? <laughs> no. I never pun on purpose. But I do stumble into them a lot. Ha. Um, but uh, as far as our, our characters' um, arcs, I felt kind of um, scouring of the Shire, but in a good way. Mm, that's interesting. Uh, what do you mean? Like, the main action has completed. We're now in something of an uh, expression of how the characters have grown and changed uh, through the main action of the season. Um, that has served some better than others. Um, yeah, they all, they're all consequences-ing. Um, but they're all making choices within their new consequences. A lot of those choices look like war crimes. <laughs> but, you know, it's the Wild West. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, um, not the best metaphor. Uh, although, given the fact that Hiram is engaging in a lot of destruction, an apt metaphor. They're so close to saying land back again and saying it right. They're like 85% of the way there, and it's just not quite, but, but, but you've got the spirit. You've got the right feeling. You're almost there, team. And like, they, I feel like they know they're almost there in the in the wild inversion of Cheryl's journey that her mine cart slid backwards down the track for a while. Yeah, I I don't know if I'm ever going to recover from an Archie in sideburns and a Jughead with, a, with that big old mustache. <laughs> Betty in the in the dress that that worked that felt very trackable for me, but these mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was wild. Yeah, cool. Cole Sprouse with that mustache was a choice. It was quite a choice. I could stand more period <laughs> drama at Riverdale. I, it was 
was fun. I like. I don't think we have boundaries anymore, okay? I think. Um, Speaking of no boundaries, here comes our first siren. Woo! I um I don't think we have story limits, and I don't think we have for a while. But we, you know, pretending there were some that yeah. they, when they were still children, for example, there was a convention uh, to lean into. But no, we're just in um, a broken ma- mishmash of pulp. Yeah. And pretty much, I'm I'm rolling in it. Like I I I I generally consider fan fiction to be. Uh, a contemporary version of the pulp fiction, um, in addition to the existing print uh, and published, uh, tr- like the long traditions of sci-fi pulp, mm. of romantic pulp, of uh, low-quality paper printed in books th- that are churned out fast. Um, yeah. Yeah, and um, I guess what I'm hoping for for from Riverdale is. Uh, uh, more of these, um, I don't know, analyses of tropes? Yeah. I mean, I feel like this series has had a lot of really interesting spins on... Really interesting. I feel like this <laughs> show has had a lot of fun choices around mm. certain tropes. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, anyway, Historical Riverdale works for me. I'd love to see more. Yeah, I, all those actors were having a blast in those costumes. Midways in, I feel like I drank the Kool-Aid a little bit on this episode, on this season. On this season. Really, I, I think post-hiatus, I got back on the rails. Um, and... I shouldn't use drink the Kool-Aid, because um, that's actually reference to a famous cult uh, yeah. yes. event um, that is not one they featured here, but is foundational. And, it's, I mean, there's shared juice drink at some of their cults. I'm I sure, I'm sure there, I'm, I wonder if it's considered a faux pas to drink Kool-Aid when you're in a cult. Like, I wonder if it's like, oh, we don't drink Kool-Aid here. We don't do that. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um... Anyway, all this to say is that I, uh, yeah, I was into I was into that historical reference. I thought it was a fun layer because we know the audience knows that hmm. in the universe of Riverdale, magic is real. Right, right. We do kind of accept that. Um, I mean, I don't. I think they're they're always going to play the or is it card on Riverdale. That's my belief. Yeah, but then also the wind. Yeah, I mean, the wind seems to be with Cheryl in some. In some real chaotic oh, ways. Of Cheryl, last week I was being very critical and um, grumpy about making use of Gaia, and uh, it is one hundred percent me who is the silly white person. I was getting <laughs> Gaia mixed up with a different deity from a different religion in South Asia. Right. I am wrong. Gaia is a Greek goddess. We don't really worship Gaia anymore. I'm wrong. I'm the silly white person. Not it happens to us all. Um, and yeah, like Gaia, I was I was kind of wondering what where where Gaia lived in New Age hippiedom because I would yeah. not be shocked if there was a uh, if it was made cultural cachet by um, some fairly trendy problems. Um, but yeah, I think Gaia is. I, I think Gaia has some roots in the broader Phoenician um, uh, pantheon, oh, cool. um, but Greece is a construct, and Hellenic culture is just one of many that were floating around that place. And can you? I'm deep into the history podcasts this fall, gang. Nah, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, um, yeah. I 
I'm really happy with this is the season ending, and mm. um, it looks like the new Riverdale, which I think is coming in. In oh, I can't remember, gang. I'm sorry. What? We're we're not a news source. We're not a news source, <laughs> but it's only going to be five episodes long. Interesting. So I think we're in the end game here, bud. I mean, they could also just be planning for an IATSE strike. But they could also be IATSE striking into the end game. That's true. Uh, and again, they film right. in Canada, yeah. so... I think some of them are still shooting. By the way, in case it wasn't obvious, we are uh, pro-solidarity with IATSE. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think we're both kind of hoping that Canadian IATSE will strike in solidarity, or at least do something. Yeah, I'm waiting for picket lines. Yeah. All right. Shall we jump into jump this in. um, some, mostly union-produced, despite a uh, historic heritage of labor abuses built into the system that uh, leave us all um, less entertained and less satisfied by this art? Riverdale gang, I'm going to be very close to the mic. I'm was, going to hear some clicking. I was trying to wax poetic over all of the clicking, but I ran out of poetry. That's okay. I, it was all prose. It was all prose. Okay, let's load up um, the end of season five. How yeah. did we get to this? Riverdale R.I.P. question mark. Um, not their most meta title, but around. Yeah, I think we're ver verging on quite meta here. Okay, gang, let's sync up. You ready? Three, two, one, play. ba ba <laughs> I hate this sound. Uh, it's the Warner Brothers sound if you're syncing off of that. If you're syncing off of Jughead, well, here he is. Mm -hmm. Typing away as is tradition in pops. Yeah. Um, I'm just noticing how much of a season, how much of a, a back to basic trope that is. Yeah. Um, Veronica's got new colors. She does. These very sedate kind of greens. Mm. Lots. Well, it looks a lot like Hiram's office in some ways. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna say jade almost. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it does have a jade quality, absolutely. I'm going to be looking for that now, this episode. I'm going to be tracking and hunting, because that could very well be a couple theme oh. um, with these two, right? I'm not. I'm curious to see how they use uh, these these this particular palette, and with whom. Yeah, I agree. Hmm, there's a nice vase over her shoulder. <laughs> um... I thought the sequel to Veronica, one, not really being charged and tried with murder, <laughs> but um, it just having, like, social and professional consequences was really fun. Yeah, I mean, like, none of us want to see her tried for murder. Chad, Chad, Chad had to die. Um, but it is a dark, realistic nod of <laughs> some... Class and wealth access does mean you can note off these things pretty quickly. It's true. Ah! Um, loving this, the use of this set, these these wide tableau shots. This yeah. set is so well decorated. Um, it's really been popping the last few episodes, and um, they've been leaning into wide shots that are almost, that almost feel like they're uh, showing the very edges of the built frame. Like they're going wide, 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 wide. Interesting. Um, and yeah, and it's it's giving some beautiful perspective on this room as a tableau, as a well, di moving diorama. Well, I feel like um, 
the serpents like sort of make a little bit of a comeback in this episode so this is sort of like a feature of serpent life yeah 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 the white worm and i'm yeah i'm actually i'm quite excited to see by the potential of what they could do with that plot line i'm preemptively worried and we'll get there when we get there but there's potential yeah um there is there's a lot of meat these two are gonna bang this is this yeah. this all these sequences of sexual tension but they've earned these i think i think they've earned these more than i'm used to seeing from tv pace mm, um yeah and i would I, say that's true I mean, Betty and Archie, I mean, Veronica and Reggie, they've had a couple of episodes of shared interest and activity adjacent to their personal and romantic lives. Imagine that. Yeah. Also, a cat <laughs> just jumped off the table with yeah. a little button on what Ryan was saying. Pinch, and, Pinch um, is circling us now. That's the progress I've made this season. Pinch has gone from uh, perching and watching to not fleeing when I sit on the couch. Yeah. It's great growth. It is great growth. So Veronica has a bad reputation, and the Black Widow of Wall Street is a spectacular name. She should embrace it and rebrand that. Yeah. Um, Way better than She-Wolf. Eat, eat your enemies, Veronica. You you got a good start on it. I mean, the Black Widow eats her lovers, doesn't she? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess that's kind of what she did with... <laughs> I, I see. Exactly. I see what it is. But there are also big carnivorous spider monster beasts. So Britta's in the mine. Yeah, being Tazzy worked. doesn't like it either. I pet her in the wrong way, as you do. <laughs> um, I hope Britta's gonna be okay. Cheryl seems not super okay at the moment, and that's before we find the skeletons. I, I love how it's a small plot point that Cheryl finds just a pile of of ancient skeletons under yeah. her ground and it's just like it obviously affects her yeah <laughs> i 100 percent had no idea where that plot line was going and was mm -hmm. surprised by where we went so kudos riverdale yep 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 um you you pulled that one it wasn't out of left field it was it was it's been pointed there the whole time but it was far out I was sort of surprised by some of the people that are here. Like, I never really... Oh, sorry, Riverdale gang. Thought of, like, Fangs and Betty as pals. Yeah. I mean, when he was with Kevin, maybe. Yeah, but, but that's true. Uh, but otherwise, this becomes kind of a sad party of her exes. <laughs> and her best friend and her new boyfriend, who is I also mean, an ex with your ex. There's only two exes. Okay, and I then... I love that there are uh, handcuffs on this cake. Yep. Okay, there's a Kevin. There's a Kevin. That's a valuable best friend. There's a Mr. Keller, your best friend's dad. But I guess community. I mean, yeah, we're not children anymore. They're all mid-twenties. They're all adults. I think They're at least adults. one of my ex-partner's fathers could be at a surprise party for me without it being weird. Interesting. But only one. Probably. <laughs> Riverdale's uh, small. I was waiting for these two to just have a casual knowing talk. It's interesting. They never... They, they very rarely get anywhere talking to each other, but I'm always happy to see them check in, Betty and Veronica. Mm -hmm. Like, the show hasn't forgotten them as an important relationship, um, even if it doesn't utilize that relationship very often. Yeah. Um, which, honestly, like, I don't want conflict in that relationship, so yeah, let it... Let it... 
let it ride. Yeah. There's a lot of plaid at this party. So we were talking about all the potential hookups, and we, 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 saw, we saw sexual tension with Alice and Uncle... Uncle Fred? Did you have something in mind? Uh, I'm nervous. <laughs> you know, I find it very cheerful when older characters smooch. Because mm-hmm. I expect I'm going to be uncoupled later in my life, mm. and I like the idea that dating is possible. Yeah, we say over the gang, Lord Arson. Yes. Um, which is also very possible. So they're moving very quickly. I don't like this for them. They're moving pretty fast, yeah. But, I mean, what is September? Is it now? Is it? Are they talking about nine months from now? Or is it the end of the school year? Is it May? Was this supposed to be May? I don't know. That's a good question. School's still in. School's still in, maybe. Or maybe Drughead just coos the paper as a community resource while Summer's out and Waldo's not watching. I don't know. But um, Jughead Weatherby shenanigans as a slow, slow-growing dynamic. I'm here for it. It's... It's a, it's a, it's another, it's a, it's a thread from the book that mm, they have never touched, so even, even a little bit. Um, Archie, Archie Weatherby, uh, Jughead Weatherby, there's, there's good dynamics there. Mm. It's great that they were all just on shift during this fire. They were, they, they were all doing their, like, two shifts a week in, as volunteer firefighters on top of running a gym and teaching students. Also, and there's Kevin and there's Fangs. Where's Tony? Where's like, baby Anthony? I mean, where's where's little Tony? Uh, presumably with Tony, but Tony's running gangs and torturing people in very short order here. Yes. They don't take in, into account childcare. That's true. Baby Anthony seems to be a convenient baby who can care for himself. TV babies um, are like that sometimes. So Pops is burning. Yeah, a big CG fire. Because, yeah. uh, it's a real place. It's like they didn't want to build one just to burn it. Which, like... Legit. Well set decked. Yeah. Um, and very much in line with the Riverdale, the, the fake out um, preview, that it is a mostly cosmetic fire that doesn't seem to cause any structural damage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and can be rebuilt with one man's savings. Like, dangerous bet pops in, in this economy, but I feel ya. <sighs> yeah. I... Oh, here we go, talking about uh, the gang justice in front of the police chief, because that's how Riverdale operates. Police chief and FBI agent. Yeah. She just got that FBI diploma, and now she's... Really, it bothers me a little bit that Tony is such a gangland boss. Like, Tony is so cool. But when I step back into the, the what's happening here, the Kevin, why are you holding your friend down scale of Riverdale, I question Tony using torture <laughs> just right. a little bit. Like, she's a fabulous guidance counselor. Yeah. I, uh was kind of like, who is arresting, what is the, what's, what's going on? <laughs> They're arresting him on what? And this is different than any other yeah. occasion that he's tried to murder one of you, how? Although we've gotten uh, a nice list of Miranda rights. Mm-hmm. Like... Which, by the way, um, you don't have the same Miranda rights in Canada. Well, that tracks. I don't think you have the right to a lawyer in Canada. Yeah, that sound that tracks horrifyingly. One of them, one of those things is 
or you don't have the right to remain silent. The one of them you don't get in Canada. I can't remember. We're missing. Which one. We're missing a writer or two. Yeah. Uh, here or there, it's messy. Yeah, but I think I think it's that you're not entitled to a lawyer. Yeah, that said, across, let's not start comparing regional police departments because that's a sad spiral that will take us everywhere. It's true. <laughs> Jughead, um, kind of back in the game a bit, you know. Yeah, I like he's teaching Veronica style by minionizing them. Oh God, Veronica and Jughead and Cheryl all have minions now. Veronica, Jughead, Cheryl, they all have Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah, child's minions. And Archie kind of has minions because he has the RRTC. Archie has the orphans and the army. Yeah, Archie yeah, has everybody. an army of orphans. Oh, God. Everyone's got some minions. Uh, the power dynamics. <sighs> yeah. Also, you need a judge to sign off on a warrant. Although, I think you were, where you were going when we watched this is that mm. Veronica is technically like part of the household. She can just go in there. Yeah, potentially, I think Veronica could 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 negotiate that between what she would normally and regularly have access to a family property and properties and belongings. And it's anyway, it might be ambiguous enough to arrest them for a few days at least. Mm. So we torture Ghouly guy. Hi, ghoulie guy. Hi, ghoulie guy. Eh, what? Oh, I, I, I just thought I, uh, a fr- uh, I helped a friend audition for a ghoulie, like, a year and a half ago, and it's like, is it this uh, scene? No, it, it was one of the previous times a ghoulie was strapped to a chair. Ah. Didn't get the shot, but I remember the audition. It's this weird dissonance every once in a while. It's a neat little Vancouver life of, didn't I read that? That's funny. Somewhere. I like that. I wonder if this actor's local. Probably. Uh, Probably. He's 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 such a one off and like I doubt we're seeing him again is uh Thanks, the radio. So is he dead? Have we taken pounds of flesh? I don't know. It's very ambiguous and yeah. I don't know if I like it. Yeah. I respect and appreciate I appreciate and respect that Tony can can do a murder if and when she needs or wants or chooses. That's her status in this chaotic world. I accept that power. The use of it, hard to gauge in the broader moral scheme of this this strange, strange realm. Yeah. <sighs> so Hiram's been sitting on this plot for like 20 years? About the secret yeah. palladium that's been known about for three or four generations since the 1800s. And no one's... Yeah, I don't know. The, I the don't Blossoms, know. who know all the skeletons, haven't dug yet or heightened. Just... Yeah, not the best. They did need to wrap Hiram up, and I guess it's tidy and narratively satisfying. Tony really should have done this herself. You know, there's an interesting theme here of who apologizes for what. Because here we've got Veronica mm. apologizing for her father. Right. Don't apologies. We want justice. Yeah. Things add serpent justice. We want, yeah, there's serpent justice. There's also um, torturing the ghoulie for something that Hiram paid for. Who's, mm. who's mm-hmm. culpable? Who apologizes? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have this weird plot where Cheryl behaves like, an, like she's been... 
like the blood of America has like been aggrieved by these things that other like it's not an yeah. it's not a real conflict, Cheryl. You're making it up. Cheryl inve- in- invents a dramatic victim narrative for her family. Yeah. Out of out of these memoirs, or or Nana Rose gives her one. Yeah. That she gloms hard onto, rapidly discarding her cult. I guess it's empty now. Yeah, but she also and she also weaponizes like how much reparations work. She's oh done, gosh, which yeah. Is really. Oof. <laughs> After everything I've done. After everything I've done, I get to be the victim now. Like, mm. thank you for letting us know that all of your reparations were empty. <laughs> not girl. It's not. It's not good. So, Ar- who I, is Archie? I don't know, but I desperately, I loved this scene because I thought it was ending in Veronica killing her dad. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, those mm-hmm. were, those, that is a dark turn for Riverdale that I was here for. That's how we started. We started with a son murder, or a father murdering his son. Yep. And it made this show dark, and it made this show scary, and I liked it. It would have been a real neat bow, honestly. Yes, especially if this is getting toward the end. And especially given the coda at the very end of the episode. Like, you should have let Tony handle it. You are not capable, actually, it would seem, of following through with what needs to be done. Again, accepting the moral convention of this world where vigilante murder is the only option because Betty is the FBI and Mr. Keller (laughs) is the cops. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I wonder if that means that we'll have lots of Kevin and Betty in this n- new five-episode season. Who? Be- because I... he'll be a deputy and she'll be the FBI agent. Oh, that, that is a way to put them in the same room together. Also, where Hi, did Reggie. Reggie even come from? In the rain. But where? Why did he know they were there? Like, what is, like, what's going on Small here? town. He saw their car. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is a very distinctive vehicle, we must admit. This rust-colored jalopy. I guess that's true. Archie is not inconspicuous. So we're bringing back in the trash can, uh, the trash bag. <laughs> Sorry, just immediately gave myself an image of Oscar the Grouch. Anyway, the trash bag killer. We're bringing that back. Trash bag killer, I have to say, looks extremely creepy in this shot of him on the phone with Betty. What is going on here? They established something messed up, and yeah, it works. It's... It it's it's the next silent lamb that Betty needs, uh, or the hook they want to offer her to say this story is ongoing, mm-hmm. um, not unlike how we left Josie, in right. many ways. Except I, they better give Josie a spinoff, but that's a side conversation. Um, Betty's also down to being stalked by serial killers by phone again. It's yeah, it, it's not great. Like, Betty. why does Betty have a phone? Yeah, she it, should be uncontactable. <laughs> I would just text at this point in life. Only pigeons. <laughs> I am intrigued by this little romance. It just seems very wholesome and straightforward. Yeah. It's very pragmatic, real life. Um, there's... Maybe I, I, I wish I'd critically analyze this thought deeper before saying it, but um, the I think we're, we're, we're circling back to certain small small town storytelling um, in the size and scale of what we're being shown that Riverdale is now. And um, the, the locally owned family owned business that bounces back 
and um, the investment of people who've been disenfranchised from that generational wealth and that land and that status and class in these settlements since they've been settled um, is there's meat there. Yeah, um, and there's totally. there's meat that exists in art and literature to be referenced. I don't think there's necessarily enough pop culture to do it a, a parodying, but I think there's enough meat here for them to um, to continue circling around this territory. Um, Jughead's relationship to the town is very complicated. Mm, um, yeah, but he's working at the heritage spot that is personal and historical. Um, and he's just, just eating eat. a hamburger. Let me eat this burger while I suggest arson. It's very good. It's very jughead. I like oh, it. They, they make so many criminal choices this episode. They do. Like this one, for example, where the, the like sheriff just says, yeah, you can go in and get him out of his cell at gunpoint. What a horrifyingly corrupt world this has become. Like, that's, that's all I can think. What? <laughs> An art. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes, the version of Archie that started uh, Militia. We have, we remember now. <laughs> Swings wildly. Yeah, there is a lot of wild swinging. God, the death count. These characters are wrecked. I don't hate this arson choice. Yeah, I don't either. It's very reminiscent of, like, Jughead and Betty, and there's a little... I do have a yeah. little, like, <laughs> no, don't try and relive your relationship with Betty. Just let this be its own thing. Tabitha's great. Yes. This is also kind of petty, but I take it. Yeah, I'll I mean... take it. <laughs> it's pettiness that I will embrace. I mean, it is arson of journalism, strictly speaking, but yeah. it's heavily slanted anti-corporate. Sure, it's it's heavily slanted corporate bought journalism being pandered off right. as actual journalism. Absolutely. So maybe we're freedom fighters. So here's a thing that I don't understand about gangs. Mm-hmm. Actually, here's a thing that I probably only partially understand about gangs. That might mm-hmm. be a better way of putting it. Um, I do understand that many gangs came into being because there were communities that needed some sort of protection that didn't have it. Yep. And I also appreciate that many gangs are violent and corrupt. Yep. Kind of sounds like any system of justice, really. You know? More or less. Um, with, I'm sure, many exceptions. It's a big blanket generalization. Wouldn't it be a nice end point for a gang to, for their community to be so safe that they don't need to be a gang anymore? Yeah, I I definitely had serpents become the state thoughts. Um, right. But in a philosophy where the state is not always inherently evil and Built right, and like the state in Riverdale is clearly evil. Like we have a corrupt cop and a corrupt FBI officer. Yeah, what state there is? Yeah, what little I mean, state there corrupt. is? Maybe they're not corrupt, and they they're working outside of the corrupt system. Yeah, like know? Batman. Like Batman. Mm-hmm. Batman is not morally questionable at all. This is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I just flat out like everyone signs on to this. Yeah. I mean, but, I have this reminded me of a scene in Broadchurch actually where the mm. where somebody Oh man, I don't want to do, it's such a good series. I don't want to do any spoilers even though the show's a few years old. Somebody is made to leave town. Someone's banished. Someone's banished. In Broadchurch and, and in Riverdale. I find banishment 
to be a really interesting form of justice. Yeah. Um, and banishment is actually a very old tool of justice. Totally random. In the Bible, in the Hebrew part of the Bible, there are these places called refuge cities, hmm. which is basically where you go if you've committed a crime by accident huh. and everyone just kind of needs to calm for a sec. Interesting. Yeah, like this is a very old idea. Right, in cities of the banished. Yeah. Huh. Australia. Yeah. Australia, great example. <laughs> so, anyway, I, I kind of liked this, but they should have shot him. Yeah, I accepted the convention, but they make so many other morally dark, dark line choices, and they, they, they're not that dumb. They know this won't work. Yeah. Exactly what they know is gonna happen happens. Literally, the head of the the gang lords mm -hmm. are there. The cops are there. The FBI agents there. All the local forces they just are repped. Shoot him. All the families Former are present. Former mercenary soldier also. Mm hmm. Uh, just, I had a moment of hope almost when they all started cocking guns, but it yeah, was just because just you turned around. But just yeah, shoot him. What is Tabitha holding? Does Tabitha have a gun? Maybe a taser. Does everyone? I have missed guns? the shot, but I like the idea of Tam Tabitha bringing her taser. So this is where we're going for Kevin. It's boring. Just give him a nice boyfriend. Is, is Kevin a cop now? Oh, wait. He said no. He said no to Oh, you're right. He's cause... going to Broadway. Oh, that's... I wonder if the actor's leaving the show. Oh, that's an ethically better choice, but oh my god, Kevin. You have an almost baby. Well, he left. Yeah, breakdown boy. Oh, boy. I don't know what they're doing with Kevin here. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, it feels, yeah, dangerously detached. I wonder if the actor's leaving the show. I wonder if he got another gig. I wouldn't blame him. He's been yeah. useful to them, but they haven't... And, you know, it certainly builds his profile. But I don't know if it's going to build his profile anymore from here on out. Yeah. He's sung his songs. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like this show has kind of taken all these actors as far as they're going to go. Mm, you know? On with this it, show. With on it. this show. Yes. Not in yes. their careers, I hope. I hope they all have wonderful careers. I love all these actors. I, I would say Mitch and Amick, uh, Natalie Bolt, and Lily Reinhart, I think, are all artists who did something fun and neat this season that I noticed mm -hmm. in particular. Yeah. Um, also, Tabitha establishing um oh yeah that's just that was a smooth coup she's right up in there she fits yeah absolutely and it's quite uh, quite well done and she doesn't feel like Jughead's romance interest he feels like hers yeah we're into it and just more skulls and they i like that they just go to nana because of course yeah nana knows it all I loved all that. Miss Blossom. I kind of loved it. I love that she carefully piled, I know it's a prop, but I love that the character carefully piled those up. Yep. And they brought them all back to the house and put them on the dining room table. I don't think even I noticed that last time. Use those props. So I actually, I love references to the witch trials. I mm. love this kind of very sad, creepy part of um, East Coast American um history mm. i do have ancestors who were puritans i had one ancestor who was tried for witchcraft for wearing a red shawl um i don't know i don't know how her court 
date ended. I don't know if she was hanged or if she was let off, but she wore the red shawl the day she went to court. That those are the things I know about my family. So I like I love it. Like this is like high drama that my ancestors experienced. Like I love this. This is so fun for me. Yeah. Um, Madeline Petch looks great in this wonderful outfit. Um, it's an excuse for a period shot. I love this. I'm so into it. These fun like ribbons on people's backs, and mm. I I totally love it. It's fun, but I don't think the conclusion is very interesting. I think we're moving to, like. Cheryl really pops off with the explosive anger and frustration over, what, more bodies? Um, I'm going to take this as Cheryl gloms on to an emotional outlet more than Cheryl makes unfathomable choices and ends up culting herself. Yeah. But because this is, this is a wild story to just interject, but yeah, I accepted it. Yeah. Yeah, here it comes. We're coming to the uh, moment Burning. of... It made a great trailer. Of the... Oh, it was a great trailer. <laughs> um, I, I excel at trailers. I'm show. now excited to hear how Thornhill returns to prestige. Yeah. After... Also, fun fact, when you're burned to the stake, you usually die of smoke inhalation first before your body actually ends up on fire. That's, anyway. That's that's nice, actually. That's nice to know. I'm I'm happy to know I that. I mean, like, dying by suffocation is also unpleasant. Also not good. But ow. But ow. Archibald Andrews. Look at Gonna die of Jones. Oh, my God. They must have had such Cuba. a good time in these outfits. Ugh, you know, when you see, like actors in an unusual thing for the show they're in and you're mm -hmm, like they mm -hmm. probably had a good time <laughs> yep i like they probably had a costume fitting day and it was really fun yeah oh yeah <laughs> you know cracking jokes in the makeup chair here's your sideburns here's your mustache here are your late 19th century curls nana rose as base as the monologue machine of the season i love it. i accept it yeah this actor's an old pro we love her it's another good use of your supporting cast yeah she's it's, obviously it's written in the journal have you <laughs> you know it's so funny i do feel like old white people which i'm a little bit of an expert on do kind of reveal family secrets like that like oh yes. didn't you know already okay so we all knew this right? so my family farm has beavers on it okay I was told this two years ago. Okay. I'm 32, and I was touring some of the, the, the forested area with my dad, and he pointed out where the beavers are, and that there, there, there are beavers in this creek. There have always been beavers in this creek since he's been born, and they let the beavers have that creek because it's efficient for the water table in the area, and those are just the beavers that are our neighbors the for always beavers. that like I could go watch if I wanted I could sit there in the summer and just if I sit long enough apparently they just go back to business so I didn't know that until I asked my dad specifically he just didn't notice he didn't tell me this enormous little heritage moment I love that what I'm thinking of in terms of family secrets are like the things you wouldn't talk about over dinner or like who's inherited what and you're like well the beavers secret family. beavers <laughs> I love that you have secret beavers. I love that for you. <laughs> I wish we had secret beavers in my family, but we don't. I accepted this table as it plotted us heavily along. There are at least three conversations in here that feel like Star Wars Episode One stuff. You know, like, here's oh. our procedural plan for the democratic progression. 
Mm-hmm. Interesting. And then Cheryl just snaps I hate this. it up. And I love how, like, what are you talking... Literally, what are you talking about all these people are? I hate this for Cheryl, but I... I, I, I usually hate awkwardness, but I love the tension of Cheryl interrupting their, their like, subcommittee structural yeah. bylaws meeting <laughs> to scream like, dramatically at them all oh about history God. they don't know. And they all just, they all react that it is old hat. And yeah, that's, like, this is fine. What are you talking about? This is the thesis of Riverdale that I think I was getting at. Like, mm. these characters are going to be fed up with their own uh, bull. Um, Betty has been. Archie's getting there. Veronica, Reggie has no self-awareness, but he's an important <laughs> character and I love him. Or like a lot of self-awareness. Like, maybe he's too self-aware, you know? Reggie had to try, yeah. No, he's not. No. I don't know. He's just trying to be generous. <laughs> So corpses, just Just lots of corpses. Like, listen, this would be an interesting historical fact, but the fact that, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I don't know what this whole thing is from Cheryl, but I kind of hate it. Her ancestors did not apparently lose Thornhill. Yeah. The Blossoms still held Thornhill. One woman was killed, and it's awful. Um, and there's, like, there's all sorts of social structures we could be jumping into here. We could just read The Crucible. It's true, we could be, yeah. But, um... The play's actually aged pretty well. I haven't read it in a while. Actually, maybe it hasn't. <laughs> mm, I'm thinking again now, I don't know if it's aged well. <laughs> I think anyway. we need to have a Crucible book club during the hiatus. <laughs> that would be fun if we got together and had a little read-through of a scene. <laughs> That'd be so fun. That got staged at my high school because a mm. bunch of the people in my high school's theater company read it in English and marched into the drama's teacher's office and they all took uh, different parts and they read it to her and were like, we have to do this play. <laughs> and finally the drama teacher was like, these kids seem inspired. I guess we're doing the crucible. Oh my God, Chloe. Your high school life of arts access. Yeah, I know. I was very privileged. I live in envy, but I'm glad it exists. Yeah. It's what we should all have the option. We should all have teachers who we can bluster in on and form clubs with and dead poet society. Yeah. Shout out to teachers who have all had a hard time during COVID. And yeah. And just going to keep having one for the foreseeable future. I almost uh, forget that we're past plague in Riverdale, too. Um, in, so as as this, as new seasons are rolling out, starting up um, Grey's Anatomy, one of my old standard hot messes, is this this year going into post-plague after doing, a, I think, a really well, a good covering of mm. uh, a pandemic medical drama. That must have been so interesting. It was unique. Um, it was an 18th season, so they had a lot of pieces to work with. Hmm. Um, 18th season. Oh, my God. Alan Pompeo is a trooper. Um, but anyway, uh, it, it brought me back to the fact that this is a choice that shows are now making. When we're watching it happen in front of us, are we before or after? Are we during? Did it happen? Did it not happen? Cheryl bringing the drama. Like. Yeah, this is actually a good point of Cheryl's. Like. She's so close. Who is in for. Like, if she had been right, that would have been a good point. She's so close. (sighs) Yeah. Also, Tony could have just been mayor. That would have been fine. Mm hmm. I think Tony turned it down earlier in the episode, right? 
I know. But... Yeah. I've recently tried to tell a number of, uh, to, to invite a number of people to executive positions. And it's always <laughs> a, a negotiation with your, with your best judgment self. Uh, yeah. Invite. Um, <laughs> I'm hearkening back to season one, Cheryl, in that she's stepping into a room full of people who have no idea what's going on about her personal um, mission of the powerful moment. What is Britta learning? I don't know. I, I hope Britta's going to be okay. Britta needs the football team to keep Britta grounded. Yeah, truly. <laughs> Ooh. Haha, <laughs> grounded because you get tackled a lot. Never mind. Um, also, fine. Archie's obviously the mayor. Yeah, I, maybe he's going to be like a behind the scenes. I don't know. But obviously Batman. we've we've set Alice and uh, Fred up for mm -hmm. uh, lots of long nights going over policy together. Oh yeah, I did. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> good use of Fred. That character could have could have Frank. Thank you. Good use of Frank. That character could have moldered on the back bench. Yeah, it's true. It seems like he's becoming a part of the thing. For Majinamic's character. Yeah. Alice the. The one parent standing as a full-time positive, pseudo-positive presence? Yeah, bless her heart. The last remaining parent in Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, um, makes me want to revisit season one, Alice. I don't know how I feel about casinos. I know people, like, really love them. Mm -hmm. And sort of, I think a lot of people have a, a lot of nostalgia Mm -hmm. For a certain type of, like, the Rat Pack vibe that happens in casinos. Yeah, there's a lot of novelty and indulgence to them. I've certainly enjoyed visiting casinos. I've not had a lot of cash to burn at casinos. And yeah. that's, I imagine, a very different experience psychologically. Um, but, yeah, um, my uh, granddad yeah. once said a really lovely thing about visiting Vegas and consequently gambling. Um, mm. Long time ago, long time ago, might have been before many of his children were born, actually. And he said, I went with $200, I came home with $200. I had a great time. <laughs> That's winning in Vegas. Yeah. That's truly. winning enormously at Vegas, especially yeah. decades ago. Yeah. Uh, these two have chemistry. Yeah, these two actors really, yeah, it's good. I like it. Good romantic pacing, season. Good yeah. romantic pacing, generally, broadly. Yeah. Also, like, this lovingly scripted... Did 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 old Mrs. Cooper write this down? Did, did the young Keller boy, the scribe at the school, write this down? Yeah. Like, Or is Nana, like, secret dark horse, making this all up <laughs> and is just trying to, like, mess with the young people in her old age? Those bodies are 100% people Nana killed personally. Yeah. And this is how she's playing the con game. The cousin Timothy, Nana's hit. Yeah. Just all of it. Yeah. All of it, Nana. Nana Rose is the big bad. Yes. I mm. love that, actually. I don't think that's no, happening, but I, I love I it. No, I want Cheryl to have some family, even if she's complicated. <laughs> yes, that's a good way of putting it. She is complicated. <laughs> Less complicated than Penelope. This is Maybe. actually a lovely use of Thornhill, turning it into a girls' school. Yes, I I agree with that. That like yeah, 
turn it into semi-public or, or shared academic supportive community space. Absolutely. Yeah. This is an interesting choice um, I found to put her two readings side by side. Yeah, like I it, thought this was cool. This worked for me. I felt like it gave them permission to go all out on her witch-burning monologue mm-hmm. in a way that would have felt melodramatic if it wasn't balanced and tempered. Yeah. Interesting storytelling, TV. Yeah, I love Britta's how she having around. questions. Yeah, Britta's like, what? We've seen this in Tony. On? We've seen this in Minerva. Britta is now coming to realize. We've seen this in Kevin. I think Britta is seeing some things. But, of course, then magic happens. So, okay. Yeah, Nana's like, I expected that. <laughs> I'm having a great time. I want, like, Nana could get away with, with so pops. much. I don't like that. It bugs me for some reason. Anyway, carry on. Hmm. Nana could get away with so much just by giving a knowing look. Like, remember remember Nana giving Pop Tate the knowing look in the in the parking lot about the alien thing that we never circled back to how Pops? What? What are you talking about? At the beginning of the season, there's an uh, alien abduction scene where Pop saw something that may or may not have been the family of serial killers, I'm confused. But he and yeah, Nana Rose made eye contact and... Yeah. Who knows? Next season. <laughs> Next season. Oh, Pop's back in town, so... Yeah. Nana and Pop. What is... What is this? These are children. Uh, yeah, she's enslaved her economics class, which is deeply economics class yeah. in the contemporary teaching, so God. Also, it seems that they're just opening an illegal casino, which is kind of making Veronica the bad guy. With children... With yeah. child minions, I mean, she did open illegal casinos as a child, but different legal standings. Yes. Yeah, questionable choice there. Questionable choice. Oh my god, I love a fake laugh from an actor. I just love it. <laughs> like, it looks real, but I love a like, oh, we had to start this laugh before the camera was rolling. Mm-hmm. I love one of those. Pump it up. Ugh. Yeah. Not friends with benefits. Okay. Let's be a real couple. I think this is Endgame in the comics, isn't it? There is no Endgame in the comics. Oh, right. The comics never end. Well, I hope this is where this show ends. I feel like it's the moral Endgame that the creators are conscious is the the good ending of the video game. Mm-hmm. Um, not that Veronica can't have a good ending, but her good ending is probably not Archie. Right. So, clearly they don't kill Archie and Betty. Yeah, just like last time the house was on fire. It looked dramatic. Right, but there's a bomb under their bed. So what happens? The bomb doesn't go off. They're disfigured for life. What happens? I don't know. They run out of the room in time. I think They jump out of that cute window that they used to, like, look at each other through. They're going to mulligan it. I, I suspect they'll be fine. That's my read. I this is this is this is sloppy and repetitive, Hiram. That's interesting that we see the time. I wonder if that's gonna come back later. Mm. See Maybe if we I'm... see the if if we see the time where Hiram is. Ooh, that's a good point. It's counting down clock. Oh, no, no we a... don't. Would have been quite funny if he'd accidentally blown himself up. But he didn't. <laughs> we kinda want that. 
So is the town in flames behind him? Is that what this is? We don't see that don't though. Quite... Nothing's in flames. Yeah. Is that? Is there? Oh no! There was a. There was a. A little boom. A little There's a little boom. A little boom. A little boom. A one house okay, boom. Not a whole. Okay. I don't know, guys. Oh, this is one of those weird ones where I I liked it a lot going first, but now I've overthought it, and it's not uh -huh. gotten any worse. I've just overthought it. Right. The sacrifices well, we make for you, gang. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I'm at the point now where Riverdale could hand me just about anything, and mm. I'd figure out a way to like it. <laughs> That's not true. That's 100% not true. Um. I'm really intrigued by this five-episode season that's coming, because I think we're getting a wrap-up. It feels fairly wrap-up-ity. It, it certainly doesn't seem like room to build up Sorry, to. Gang, I just need to talk about the fact that, like, Ryan carefully removed extra fur from my cat and put it on the floor. Like, the fur was no longer attached to her. Just to sort of make the cat tidier. Yeah. Which I think is really endearing. I thought she wouldn't want it on her ear. It might be uh, itchy. <laughs> it's itchy when her hair's on me, so. <laughs> uh, I think we're done, Riverdale gang, for done. this this yeah. season. I think that's uh, that's the end of yeah. this. And um, we'll be back for season six. I yeah. think, uh, barring gratuitous shenanigans of reality... Um, I think I'm, I'm looking forward to coming back for season six and, uh, riding it to the end. Hopefully I hope there is an end. Yeah. I don't hope there is an end, but I, yes, I hope there's an end. Ends are good. I hope that, yeah. Endings are good. Sea mm -hmm. shits Creek. Endings are mm -hmm, so good. Mm -hmm. Endings um, are necessary. See, even Downton Abbey, which seems to be continuing on forever but anyway um <laughs> all this to say is that uh thank you so much to those of you who have stuck with us through multiple seasons and who keep listening to us i will listen back <laughs> to these episodes and be like gosh we sound like we're full of hot air we do and but we are I, thank you for letting us release it i appreciate you thank you to those of you who emailed us especially if we didn't respond because brian and i have extraordinarily busy lives um, thank you for giving us your time. We really appreciate you. Yeah. Um, I, we've been your hosts, uh, Ryan and Chloe, and uh, we will maybe see you in the hiatus. We probably won't, let's be blunt, but if we get creative and weird, and uh, let's all count down to another season. All right. Bye, gang. Bye, gang.